We'll, we'll get it going. Yeah, yeah, we got it this morning. Oh, no, I'm going <laughs> to sneeze. I can already feel it. Uh-oh. It is Nicole Fowles. Good morning, Delaware. Uh, we are here this morning with Miss Hannah Simpson. Good morning, good morning. Hello, Hannah. She's preparing to sneeze. She's I got the not. tissue I ready. I got the tissue. I think it just scared it away. Yeah, it's like whenever you have the umbrella when it's going to rain, so it, so doesn't, it doesn't rain. rain. Exactly. We are here this morning <laughs> with Caleb Kramer. Hello, Caleb. Good morning, good morning. Good I'm morning. back again. Woo, woo. This is like two times in, what, three or four months right yeah uh yeah that's since awesome. september that's we right can't keep you away that's right nope. welcome back <laughs> it was more like i was like somebody needs to talk about stuff happening at liberty and everybody was like okay lib <laughs> yes i have been volunteered yes you Voluntold. do you do a fabulous job indeed <laughs> well, gage on you. the board good morning gage good morning how how was your birthday oh it was great i mean we uh we went out to the Blue Jackets game on Friday, got a win. Oh yeah, yeah, so, you did. Nice. Yeah, that that was a t- that was a tough game, I will say, but mm-hmm. uh, got a win. Then uh, went out to the bars, played a pole eight ball. Oh fun! Yeah, that sounds really fun. And then uh, watched my Steelers lose uh, two weeks in a row. Apologies. I'm not even going to talk about last night, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Nice. It was good. Well, we're all here. We miss Molly. She'll be back in a couple of weeks. She's got lots of things happening. And um, in the meantime, we have lots of things to talk about. We're going to talk about some books that we've been reading recently. We're going to talk about some things happening at Liberty, some things happening around the Delaware County District Library System. So let's kick it off with a bang, Hannah. What have you been reading? Just last night, I finished a book. Oh, wonderful. I finished the fourth book uh, in the Thursday Murder Club series. Oh, okay. This one was called The Last Devil to Die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's good to get back with the gang of octogenarians who like to solve murders. Um, <laughs> yeah, give us the general premise if somebody hasn't made it to the Thursday Murder Club yet. So the, the premise of the series is uh, it, it, it centers around a group of friends who live in Cooper's Chase, which is a retirement village in England, in the south of England. And it really sounds like an idyllic place. Um <laughs> I would be happy to retire in a place like that. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, every Thursday they get together and they revert, review cold case files. Well, in the first book, a murder happens in the village. Ooh. And so they get to put their theories to work and solve an active murder, an active case. And then once Just you get as one. Just amateur sleuths. Amateur yes. octogenarian sleuths. Yes. And a lot of it is about <laughs> how we perceive as a society elderly people and they're able to get away with a lot because people see them as doddering uh, or, uh-huh. or, or they're a little bit invisible or they're more innocent and they all in the four people there's uh elizabeth joyce ron and ibrahim uh elizabeth was a spy in her in her uh career mm-hmm. joyce was a nurse ron was a union man mm-hmm. he, he d- brabbled lots of different um groups in his career and Ibrahim was a psychologist oh. so all of those highly intelligent people help them with their with yeah. with their crime solvings and, oh that's fun and then they also have the same they they work in tandem sort of and they kind of irk the police uh donna and chris who and so it's, it's a good one this one deals more with um elizabeth's husband and his decline in dementia mm-hmm. there is a there is a murder around it uh, in the in the story but mm-hmm. It's very good. You never know what's going to come. You open a chapter and it's a whole new character. And you're like, where did this person come from? But it all ties up together. Okay. So always the same universe. Yes. And always the same core. Always the same group. Core folks. How many, this is, you said the fourth this in the, is the series. Fourth. Is it is it planned to keep going? Do we know? Uh, yeah. In the last night when I was reading the acknowledgments, he said there will be another Thursday Murder Club book. However, he's starting a different, he's going to write a different one first. A oh, t- okay. entirely different series or 
a one-off. He said, never fear. The gang will be back. Nice. <laughs> that's fun. So looking forward to it. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. The lo- the Last Devil to Die. What's the author's name again? Richard Osman. He is a uh, well-known comedian in Britain. Wow. That is fun. Caleb. You are also very well read, and I heard you had some vacation time. Did you get to read it all during your vacation? I made an attempt to read on vacation, but I didn't really read anything. <laughs> it was Sometimes too busy. that's great, too. Too much going on. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what, what do you have for us this morning? Uh, today, I've been reading Atlas of a Lost World, Travels in Ice Age America by Ooh. Craig Childs, so very seasonally thematic. It's kind of a combination travel log and science writing. Um, he's looking at the migration of humans into the Americas during the Ice Age, um, kind of overturning and showing the evidence against the older Clovis theory and moving into even older settlements in Alaska and along the western coast that tie into Siberia and like folklore that actually remembers uh, mammoths. Hmm. Is this in the, I don't know what world that is, the the world of human studies, is it controversial? Not really. It's an archaeology, paleontology combination, kind Mm -hmm. of combines the different sciences, um, but it's not particularly controversial. I mean, there are controversial theories, like the solo train hypothesis, but he doesn't really go into that one here. So in the science world, this isn't, you know, rising up as, you know, like wars up against it. No, no. (laughs) It was originally like in the... 70s 80s and 90s Mm -hmm. when we started finding things older than clovis technology but not anymore how does it read is it is it does it read like a novel or does it read like a sometimes with nonfiction you can go either way i would say this one's more like an anthology because each chapter kind of focuses on a specific era and specific site so some of them specific to the islands between alaska and russia he's focusing to his time visiting there others are his Time paddling through the swamps of Florida, tracing uh, movement through there. So each chapter is kind of standalone, but they're chronologically arranged. Mm-hmm. Now you did say that there was folklore concerning woolly mammoths. So are you? So uh, this is new to me. Are humans and woolly mammoths coexisted? Is that what I'm? Did I or did I misunderstand you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. I, I misunderstood you. <laughs> no. No. Which yes. No. Humans and mammoths coexisted okay, for good. a very I long like, time. <laughs> yep. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, there were mammoths off the coast of California until roughly six or 7,000 years ago. Um, but for a long time, most of humanity followed mammoth herds. That that's would make how sense. we lived. I always thought of like ancient bison, but I never thought of humans hunting mammoths. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was what we seemed to rely on in Eurasian steppes for a very long time. Fascinating. Unfortunately, the greater vast of my like prehistoric knowledge comes from anime <laughs> you're already looking at me hannah comes from animated movies like the crudes or ice age or <laughs> things like that you know i don't know the good dinosaur not the good dinosaur <laughs> the good dinosaur is the best no i'm not allowed to watch it it's 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 really amazing because i openly weep it, every single time yeah <laughs> it rips your heart out well thank you caleb so that is called atlas of a lost world by craig child that is correct. Okay. Yep. Okay. Awesome. I'm glad that you shared that with us today because that is something that I probably would never have gotten to. And now mm-hmm. our listeners get to know about it. I got to um, read and finish this, which is rare for me, mm-hmm. and uh, discuss a book last night that my book club, my personal book club, is reading um, called Before the Coffee Gets Cold 
and it is by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. This is a Japanese translated story, and of course, I read it, listened to it in English. Good for and, you. Mm-hmm, yeah, not I'm not dual linguish lingual. Nope, 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 none of Bilingual. that. Bilingual. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> none of that in any way whatsoever. English is about all I get, and even that's questionable. Uh, so <laughs> especially on Friday mornings live on air. Uh, so we the story before the coffee gets cold. We are in Japan. We are in a cafe that is um, in a basement, a lower level of a building. Um, you walk in the door and the clang dong of the door alerts the owners that you have arrived. And um, the, the cafe pretty much always looks the same because it's in the basement. There are no windows. Um, the temperature is always held at the same at the same you know, time. And there are about five different clocks on the wall, much like WDLR, where, you know, they're all different. They're all different times. And so you never really know what time it is, where you're at, what's happening. Well, one of the things that's special about this cafe, other than the owner's, you know, love of, of his coffee and um, his delicious um, butter and other things that he serves is it has a chair that helps you to time travel. Convenient. (laughs) And there are some rules uh, surrounding the chair. And this is a known thing. Uh, It was was publicized and the world kind of found out about it. And then uh, because of the rules that are associated with the time travel chair, um, and it's just a simple chair that's at a simple table, just as you would see in any other cafe, um, because of the rules that are associated with it, the hype kind of died down and it just kind of became like, oh yeah, there's that cafe that has that time travel chair that doesn't really get utilized that often. Uh, the rules are that you have to sit in the one specific chair if you're going to time travel. You have to stay in that chair during the entire duration of your traveling. You can only go um, to a time and place in the cafe with somebody else who has already been there. So you and a lover, you and a family member were there three weeks ago. Um, You can go back to that time. But if that person has never been in the cafe, then you cannot go back to a time that you cannot bring them to the cafe. Um, And then you are served... Uh, coffee to get you to the past. It's almost served as a type of ritual. They describe it that the the steam rises and you kind of become one with the steam and then you're transported back in time. Uh, And you have to consume your cup of coffee before it gets cold. And if you don't adhere to these rules, consequences, (laughs) you know, they say that if you don't drink the coffee in time that you kind of get very abruptly, like, mm-hmm. ripped back to the present. Um, there's also consequences. You know, you could be doomed to stay uh, in the past. We don't, and we don't really get to see some of those consequences play out, but it's, it's you know, scary enough. And so the there are, what the book does is it focuses on four individual stories of individuals who want to utilize the chair and go back in time. And so... It's it's very interesting and kind of it's a great book discussion book. Um, again, it's called Before the Coffee Gets Cold. The reason why it's a great book discussion book is it talks about your typical time travel questions, but with the rules adhered to it, you know, um, what would you go back? Would you go back? What would you go back to do? Oh, and I forgot a very other important rule. You cannot, um, no matter what you do, you cannot change anything that is currently happening in the present. So let's say that you want to go and visit someone who has died. 
no matter what you do, if you tell them, don't get in that car, don't, you know, do that thing, don't visit that person, don't come here on on this day, um, that person will still be dead in the present. Um, If somebody has made a decision to move, you cannot change. So you can't change anything. So it almost makes you kind of think about, too, well, if I can't change anything, then what's the point? What do I gain from going back? And so you you think about that as well. So um, the story focuses about four different four different reasons that people have for for time traveling. And um, is it worth it? Is it something that you would consider doing? And um, there's really not that much at stake mm-hmm. other than, you know, if you disobey the rules. <laughs> so <laughs> so would you do it? So yeah, it's before the coffee gets cold by uh, I'm going to have to look at the name closely again. Toshikazu Kawaguchi. And it, and it is a series. There are at least uh, three more books after this book. Um, Tales from the Cafe, um, Before Your Memory Fades, and one other. Um, so And they all just continue on with other visitors to the cafe and their reasons for the time travel chair. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds lovely. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. It's a very quick. I listened to it. It's an only a seven-hour book. Um, it was a very quick read, like little vignettes. And we also learned that it was originally a play. Uh, not originally a play. It was originally written to be a stage play and then was adapted for book instead. Um, and you can see the similarities between the two and the, and the choices that the author made. So with that, we are going to take a break, come back on the other half with Caleb Kramer from the Liberty Branch Library to talk about some of the holiday happenings at the Liberty Branch this December. So stay tuned. Thank you, Gage. Thank you to our sponsors. Um, If you are looking for um, help this holiday season, give Helpline a call. Um, They can get you pointed in all the right directions for resources. If you're looking for food this holiday season, go to Mosher's. We will fill your hearts, your minds, and your tummies, Mm. all thanks to our sponsors of Off the Shelf. I am back with uh, Hannah Simpson today. Hello, hello. Hello, Hannah and Caleb Kramer. Hello, hello. Good morning. And we are talking about, we have like, have you decked the halls at the Liberty Branch Library? We have. Mostly the tables and the bookshelves, but we do have some <laughs> halls decked as well. Yes, and we—that's one of the things. As you, as you as you build a new branch and you have your first year in the branch, you kind of look around and you're like, "Oh yeah, holiday decorations." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I know we were kind of doing some decorations at Maine. We were putting our our tree out and some of our garland, and we were like, "I think Liberty could use some some things as well." So you've got some halls decked. I saw ornaments that had little. Um, books on them hanging behind your circulation desk yes yep that is i think our most recent addition to our decor um but yeah it adds a nice nice touch and then i think there's some garland up there as well it Mm -hmm. really sets each other off really good with the color contrast Mm -hmm. and uh for those who are listening we have kicked off winter reading club Mm -hmm. december 1st was the the kickoff to winter reading club and i saw speaking of book displays you have some very nice book displays out that are wintry themed as well Yes, yes, we do. We have favorite holiday movies, um, wintry books, books to warm your heart, mm. all sorts of different things that you can take with you on any holiday travels you've got coming up. And great to get those bookmarks sold up for Winter Reading Club. Yeah, it's very easy. If you don't know, if you've never participated, pick up a bookmark or just write down four books that you read or four programs that you attend, any combination thereof, and you are able to turn that in at your branch for a basket of prizes. We have four different age groups, kids. Uh, babies, kids, teens, and adults. So you can put it in whatever one makes sense. Yeah, you could be a parent and put one in for babies or children. Right. 
If teens really thought they liked the adult basket, they're welcome to put their name into the adult basket. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And so with that, we also have programs that people can attend. And Liberty, you guys are having a lot of fun coming up with different types of programming this season. So what is something that you're looking forward to, Caleb? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the gift wrapping party we've got coming up on Saturday, December 16th and 1 to 3. It'll be really nice. We have some festive snacks. There'll be some music, including everybody's famous favorite winter singer. Uh, we'll have an entire Ms. CD. Ms. Carey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not live, I'm afraid. Oh, Just a CD. What? <laughs> Mariah Carey. She was in town last night, I think. Really? Maybe. I could be wrong. She was. She was, yeah. Gage knows. Yeah, she was. I, was gonna see how pe- I saw on Instagram some people. <laughs> but yes, sadly... We had the wrong weekend, so she was Dang. not able to come visit us. <laughs> Mariah, if you'd like to come back. <laughs> to the Liberty Branch Library. Maybe One don't. to three on the 16th. The parking <laughs> is limited. <laughs> yep. But yeah, bring your gifts for any holiday or birthdays, any gifts you want to give this year unwrapped, and we'll have tape and scissors and new friends as well as festive drinks. Nice. Yeah, get and away from snacks. like crying eyes in your house. You need you need to get a little privacy so you can wrap those right. presents. Bring them on in. And Thanks. sometimes you need just like a really sturdy table yeah. too. I always end up wanting to gift wrap like on my bed or on the floor, and it's just not the carpet and the and the mattress are not conducive for solid gift wrapping. Indeed. Do we need to uh, bring our own paper to to that? Uh, we would recommend it if you have it, uh, especially if you want to go for a matching gift set this year um, sure. we'll have a small amount of wrapping paper um, but depending on how many people it'll be a safer bet to bring your own nice so but definitely scissors definitely tape those kind of basic things if you want to bring your own paper and of course your own presence um, yeah and then you have like safety uh, in the library to wrap in peace mm. yes that's a great idea yeah. And if you need a second pair of hands, we'll have a staff member on hand, no pun intended, to yeah. give you a help. You put a fingers to tie a ribbon. Right. <laughs> well, we do have bows, so we have lots of bows. Nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And Oh, and I always forget about the um, the to and from stickers. Yeah, the gift tags. Yeah, those might be things that you want to remember to bring as well. I don't know if we have any of those. Uh, no, I do not believe we do. So you'll have to bring your own unless you want to just write it with a Sharpie. Because mm-hmm. we do have plenty of Sharpies. <laughs> so much fun. So that is the gift wrapping party at the Liberty Branch Library on Saturday, December yep. 16th. 16th. 1 to 3. Drop by and bring your presents. That then, does count for your bookmark. That does, yeah, exactly. It's a program, so you have you will have attended it. Uh, and then we also have a movie night. What is this movie night about? A family movie night. Yes, so on Monday, December 18th at 5 p.m., again in our community room, um, we'll be having a screening of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. So it's only going to be about like an hour-long movie, so really good for younger kids, and we definitely recommend Bring your pajamas, bring your blankets, bring your hot chocolates. Get cozy. Exactly. Warm, festive time. Um, Yeah. We'll have scavenger hunt afterwards that mixes all the holidays. Uh, Unfortunately, might have to bring your own snacks on this one, but still a good time to come. Come watch a movie, meet some new people, add another check mark to your bookmark. It could also be another good opportunity, like parent one you know or grandparent one Mm -hmm. takes small children to mickey's once upon a christmas meanwhile parent two or anyone else (laughs) has the opportunity to do some things at home 
Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes, that is that is a very nice a very nice thing. Just to kind of you know get the kiddos out of the house. I think let's see that is the beginning of the week that most schools will have a break at some point. Yeah, so, most schools get out on uh, like a Thursday. Yeah, of the that last week. day is like Wednesday for most of the schools in the mm-hmm. area. Yeah, but it'll still be nice because you know those kids are going to be antsy. Yep. And Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas is such a classic. We also have uh, the Romance Book Club. That's a new one for us at the Delaware County District Library. What's happening with romance this month? Yeah, for the book club this month, this is going to be a bring-your-own kind of favorite book. Anything you've read recently, a classic all-time favorite, a holiday romance that you read, anything that you really like and want to talk about, and come in and share it with the rest of the group. You can add it to your list for your annual reads. You can finish off your reading goal real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. If you still have a few more to go, you still have a couple weeks. So something romancy themed, maybe something holiday-y themed. This is a very nice kind of like entry-level way to get started with a book club mm-hmm. because there's no no homework, if you would say. Yes. Exactly. And romance is the uh, best-selling genre in publishing right now. Mm-hmm. So we've got there's lots of romance fans. You're not alone. Yeah. Come talk to other romance lovers. There's so many subgenres within romance as well. You know, there's the 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 like murder romance. I, you know, I don't know. There's, there's cozy there are romance. Tropes there's that yeah. are well beloved. <laughs> Holiday romances, there are tons of them. So this should be a good one if you're looking to add more to your list. Mm-hmm. Maybe get like reading goal for the end of the year. Yeah. Get some good titles. You can crush some holiday romance. Yeah, so you'll bring your recommendations and also hear lots of good recommendations, too. Um, We want to remind our listeners that we do go to a story time break in December. So right after you um, have that that Saturday story time on the 16th and then your um, grownups come and do the gift wrapping party, then we're on break until the new year. So um, but that doesn't mean the library is closed. That just means that we're not actively doing story times. You can still come over and play in the toys. And um, see the newly kind of you guys have been reorganizing a lot of the sections there at Liberty, too. Yes, we've done a lot of shifting and some adjustments to our collection. So all of our new adult fiction and new adult nonfiction are upstairs with the rest of their collections. And we've also split out the children's um, chapter books so that those are kind of all in one place now, especially for kids who are just starting to get into chapter books. Wonderful. We have all of those nicely labeled and easy to find. Well, this is going to be so much fun at the Liberty Branch Library. Caleb, we are so grateful that you were able to join us this morning on behalf of the Liberty Branch and tell us all about the programs for all ages. And if you have any questions, uh, DelawareLibrary.org or download the Delaware County District Library app and you will be able to see all of the things happening. So happy holidays if I don't see you before then. Thank you. You as well. <laughs> Enjoy the, the wintry weather. Absolutely. Hannah, thank you for being my co-host today. Always a pleasure. And Gage, thank you for running the board. My pleasure. And until next week, we will see you in the stacks.